Welcome to the Social Impactors Podcast. This podcast is all about impact. We work to highlight impactful individuals making positive social change in their communities. From coaches, authors, entrepreneurs, influencers, we tap into the minds of some of the most impactful people around the world to find out how they have built a life of creating impact. Now listen in and be ready to go on a journey of enlightenment, motivation, and awe. Social impact everywhere. Hi everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Social Impactors Podcast, a podcast where we highlight people making positive social change in their communities. And today we have Rebecca and Gail, who are two incredible social impactors on LinkedIn. And I, I'd love for the both of you just to start with, you know, who you are, what you do, and why you believe you're social impactors. Sure. So I'm Rebecca, and I'm here with Gail, and we're the co-founders of Next Stop Search. We are a national recruiting agency passionate about giving back. So we are actually built on a one-for-one -one model. So I'm sure you're familiar with like Tom Shoes. Mm. So we see it happening all the time in the retail consumer landscape, not so much in service. So basically what that means for us is we have our Hire One, Help One program. And uh, for every candidate placed on our for-profit recruiting site, we then donate career coaching resources to a domestic violence survivor. So Hire One, Help One. Wow, that's, it, that's, uh, that's an incredible, uh, business model and I can tell it's quite ingrained as a mission statement in your company too and and if you don't mind me asking what made you want to want to do that I know you talked about Tom's shoes but what really made you want to go down that road of helping people at the end of it yeah we just felt like we had a unique skill set you know being recruiters for collectively we have 20 years of experience between the two of us and you spend a lot of time talking with people helping them uh, you know, helping them build their profiles, helping them build their resumes, role playing for interviews, sometimes, you know, determine what their career path should be. And, hmm. you know, with, uh, with statistics that show that 99% of uh, domestic violence victims um, have some sort of financial abuse intertwined. Uh, we saw an opportunity for us to help these women who are already overcoming so many obstacles to you know, start a new life free of the abuse. And if we can help them get on their feet, get a job, um, then you know, we're just, we're just a, a small part of what um, they're trying to achieve. And we have the skill set to do that. So it's amazing. that's where we found the opportunity. And, and one thing I noticed too is 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 during that process, and and I have friends that you know have suffered from from domestic abuse, and it's a it's a it's a horrible thing to happen. But you're giving them something that at the end of it brings back the confidence, brings back the opportunity. It's it's uh, absolutely yeah, it's something that I wish was a part of of all business. Uh, but I just want to you know say from the bottom of my heart, thank you for what you're doing for other people too, because that's that social impact at, at its finest. Thank you. Thank you for yeah, yeah, I mean I think I think your self-worth is definitely attacked uh, when you're in a domestic violence, you know, an abusive relationship. And one thing that can really help to build that up is a job and being able to sustain and build a financially independent lifestyle for yourself or a lot of times your kids as well. And so it's a really big piece of building your future. Mm, that's amazing. 
So let's jump into the first question, first official question, because I think that's a really good uh, transition into uh, the community aspect. And so how are you both making with your company, with everything you do on the side to helping, you know, uh, survivors of domestic abuse, how are you making a positive social impact in your communities? So I, I think it's twofold. Um, one of the kind of byproducts of our program is just helping raise awareness around domestic violence. It's still something that carries stigmatism and is kind of in the shadows. Um, I think there's a lot of misinformation around it. And so by having this program and talking about it with our, our corporate partners and our clients and our candidates, um, I hope that we are contributing in, in that way, just in terms of raising awareness around this very important issue that's so prevalent and knows no bounds, yeah. gender, socioeconomic, uh, race, religion, it touches all lives in, in all different areas. So um, I think that's one one part of it. And the other part of it is, is certainly the actual tangible work that we're doing where we, the way our program works is, as Rebecca alluded to before, we, we are hire one, help one. So for every placement made, we um, donate coaching services to a victim of domestic violence. And that's in either the form of one-on-one -on -one coaching or we conduct workshops where we're able to reach a group of women at one time who maybe are at the same stage of you know, development in terms of getting back out there and getting a job and uh, continuing their career path or starting their career path for the first time. Uh, so we are partnered with domestic violence crisis centers um, and uh, we really rely on them to we're kind of a piece of the puzzle so they are able to kind of curate for us um, survivors that are ready for one-on-one -on -one coaching or ready for a workshop and so you know I would say that's a way that we're giving back in a really tangible way and that's one of the reasons we liked this model we didn't just want to donate money or have something like that we wanted something that was really um, tangible where there was an accountability factor. And in fact, on our website, we keep a running tally of the numbers just because we want everyone to know that we're really committed to maintaining this one-for-one -one model. Wow. So a question for from for uh, for me then, when your business grows, and I can imagine it only will, but when it continues to grow, how do you sustain the one-on-one -on -one model, or how do you how do you continually help? Because I, I find that when you use finite resources, it really brings that intentional conversation, right? Because your time is finite, right? So the more and more you help people, the less time you have in the end of it. But yeah. are you uh, how are you working with that? Are you going to bring people on? Yeah, well, one of the things we're doing right now is in addition to the one-on-ones, we do workshops. So that's one way to make sure that, you know, we're reaching as many people as possible. We're also looking forward to the future of really building a tech platform mm -hmm. and kind of courses um, in an online aspect that as we replicate on a national scale, that'll be a way to reach more people. And then in addition, we're going to have, uh, we're already building this at the moment, kind of ambassadors in different cities as well as a volunteer network um, to make sure that you know the resources are there on both sides so that we're scaling you know both sides of the company in tandem with each other mm. that's amazing so let's jump into the the second question then and it's it's on the uh, idea of business so more specifically with business do you believe social impact is an important part of business this might be a rhetorical question but i wanted to ask it anyways yeah, I mean, Gail and I are in complete agreeance here that we think it's an essential part of business. Um, I mean, 
The number one problem right now that I think any business faces is attracting and retaining uh, the best talent. And obviously companies are coming to us specifically as a recruiting company to help them with this. And I can tell you hands down that the companies that can tap into their social impact, whether it's the way they impact the environment, their own internal employees, um, social responsibility, giving back to the community, whatever it might be, uh, if they can tap into that and, and vocalize that as part of their employer brand, they have a competitive advantage on one of the biggest problems companies face. Yeah, it's interesting, you know, the millennial generation is, you know, they don't care about your coffee bar and your uh, ping pong table. They want to know what are you doing? What is this company doing to give back? And it seems to be one of the top priorities. And this is an employee driven market right now. You know, unemployment rate is so low. And so um, there's a lot of competition out there. And our, like Rebecca said, our clients that have some sort of social impact or corporate responsibility platform um, really do have a competitive advantage over, over other companies. Hmm. I, that's the first time I've heard the competitive advantage side of it, but I find that uh, that businesses that you know have a triple bottom line or have some sort of social impact embedded into their mission, uh, they always perform better. And I, I, I again, I'm not going to remember where the stat is from this, but there was a study done and it showed that it's like five or ten times more. Uh, sure. Look at Yeah. I mean, so many proven examples of companies that are just excelling because they have maintained, uh, they, they've maintained that employee retention rate uh, mm -hmm. at such a high level. And it's just, it's good for business. I mean, it's, that's just a byproduct of yeah. the good that you're doing out there is, you know, it makes sense just from a, a economic standpoint for mm -hmm. these companies. And so, what's your advice for others uh, to begin making their own positive social impact in their communities? Yeah, I would say, I would say there's there's three important parts. Um, one is to, to be thoughtful about what you choose. You want to make sure that it's something that you're passionate about um, and, and something that you are really driven to um, be consistent with because it's this is not easy work and and it is difficult to maintain a balance with you know we all have bills to pay and and families and and, uh, and lots of other things issues yeah lots of things going on in life so when you do choose what you, what your mission is going to be you want to make sure it's something that you can commit to for the long term and be consistent with in order to really make an impact uh, so I would say that's those are two very important factors mm -hmm. um, in terms and, of, you know, deciding what you're going to. And then uh, the third thing we were yeah. talking about is really networking. You know, once you decide what you're really passionate about, you're committed, you're going to be consistent, find other people who are passionate about that as well. Whether mm -hmm. it's through your community locally, whether it's through platforms like LinkedIn or social media like Instagram or Facebook, are there groups where other people care about this? Connect with them because you don't have to do it alone. There are so many people out there that are passionate about the same things. Um, and when Gail and I actually started doing that and we're in the process of, of doing that, you really kind of attract, I think, the the, the energy that you put out there um, you know one of the things is as we started to speak with people in other cities throughout the country about domestic violence and you know this huge issue of financial independence being so wrapped up in the control um, 
you know, we really saw that this was a larger issue and something that we could scale on a national level that was really needed. Um, and we wouldn't have necessarily realized that if we just stayed small within our community and did network and, and speak to other people who are passionate about the same causes. Uh, that's true. It's it's one of the byproducts of, of networking is you get to uh, get to get tangible experience from other people, but you also uh, broaden your scope. And it's it's quite easy to stay within you know the comfort of your own community or what you know. But when you broaden your scope, it it, it I mean there's always positive benefits to it. And that's one of the things that I love about networking is is it brings you to places that you might not have physically been to, but now you're emotionally attached to it because you know something about it. It's so true. Absolutely. That's such a good point. Yeah. Amazing. So those are the only questions I have. And I mean, I, I, I usually uh, leave a couple seconds for people to say something that they, they'd like to say, you know, to the audience, or if you don't, uh, I wanted to just say myself, you know, thank you for being on the podcast. It was an absolute pleasure. But uh, if you'd like to say anything, please feel free now. Yeah, well, thanks, first of all, so much for having us. Yeah, I want to thank you for just creating this platform to shine a light on companies that care about these things. And um Hopefully you'll have an unlimited list of guests. Yeah, I hope so. Social impact's important. We'll keep doing it. Very important. Awesome. Okay, Rebecca, Gail, thank you so much. Thanks, Avery.